What up, y'all? This is Panda AOD, and with me today is a very special guest. I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. My name is E-Man Jones, hip-hop artist from Dayton, Ohio. E-Man. Appreciate you having me. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, so if you guys don't know, E-Man is out of Dayton, Ohio, as he said, and he's a hip-hop artist. He's done a lot of traveling. He's also done a lot of connecting uh, throughout beyond Ohio. So I wanted to bring E-Man in and kind of pick his brain. Also, E-Man, you have stirred up a lot of uh, noise on social media lately. (laughs) That's silly, man. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about that because I can understand your perspective somewhat as far as not having that much support in Dayton, which is um, surprising to me because you actually are in Dayton. Like, you're still here. It's super silly, man, because everybody misinterpreted everything I said. Like, I got so many people in my inbox Mm -hmm. that's freaking, that I don't even know that's, like, talking stuff and threatening. (laughs) Even on your comments. Like, I seen it on the comments. I was like, oh, this is a hot button. Bro, I don't know who... (laughs) these people are man but i definitely uh everybody definitely misinterpreted everything i was saying like i never once said f dayton yeah i've never once said i'm not doing anything for the city like i never once said any of that yeah like all i was saying was that your show wasn't gonna be in Dayton. yeah all i was saying (laughs) was you know we put together a tour two tours one of my personal and uh one with uh pete rock and sky zoo okay so they were asking me are we doing any shows in Dayton? Or are we doing back-to-back in Cincinnati? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, shit, might as well do back-to-back in Cincinnati. Why don't and y'all so, do any shows in Columbus? We are. Okay. We're doing a show in Columbus. So y'all skipping Dayton, doing back-to-back Cincy? Yeah. Okay. So the thing was, I was going down, like, putting the stats together of my own, for my own personal tour, seeing what cities and states I was hitting. Mm-hmm. And Dayton was, like, literally, I think it was, like, number 50 two on my listeners yeah and the top three was <laughs> miami hawaii and seattle that's yeah. my top three listeners right now so yeah of course you got like cleveland and columbus mm-hmm. and atlanta and chicago and shit like that so basically what i was saying was me actually living here mm-hmm. you would think that it would be a lot more support yeah and i don't know if it's a mentality thing i know it is it's a mentality thing. Mm-hmm. i think people just gravitate to the lifestyle is glorified at the time or you know they ride with this person for that reason and it's just like very clickish so i was just saying you know it's just sad that i live here and you would (laughs) think that i will have a lot more listeners from here the city i live in but i don't yeah and a lot of people were like oh he said f dating or maybe you need to market yourself better maybe you need to do x y and z and the thing is I don't do anything special. Like I don't go to this yeah. city and freaking pass out. I try out to CDs, explain that to people. Like I don't do anything special. Yeah. I put my music out. Yeah, and that's it. I try to explain that to people. Um, I just had a conversation with somebody, and they were talking about you know sending invitations directly to their inbox, and I kind of got like. I was just like, why would I have to do that? Like, I promote constantly. Like, I know that, you know, there's certain posts that I'll post and I know that people like them. If it's a relationship post or, you know, if it's something out out of the box of the normal post, people like it. So I know that they see things. Um, And so I was trying to explain to my friend, like, it's not an issue of I shouldn't have to send everybody a personal inbox invite. I should be able to promote like I would do for my business in general and people should be able to support if they want to. So I definitely felt you on some levels. I do believe that um, for me, 
I do believe in the click mentality in dating. Period. Um, so I definitely felt where you was coming from. I think that a lot of people received it negatively because anybody who's currently in dating Bro, or a lot of people who are currently in dating, I think that when you knock the city, they feel like you're knocking them. Because this my thing is like I was trying to tell people was like with the whole marketing, like you need to do this and you need to do that. You need to do this mm-hmm. better. Maybe that I may I don't even know you. I ain't heard you still this post like yeah. type shit. so my thing is like bro i have <laughs> street execs in atlanta two chains label who's taking over the marketing yeah i got working with rock nation for my licensing i've been working with amira empire like i got so many different avenues that's it's like with streaming like there's no footwork for real out here yeah like streaming the labels all they doing is taking their artist songs and putting on a bunch of playlists and mm-hmm. organically growing they following that way mm-hmm. with youtube videos the labels are taking their artist videos taking ads out in different areas mm-hmm. and growing that stuff that way mm-hmm. i'm not doing anything special to any other city i haven't been in miami probably in two years mm-hmm. and they're my number one listener yeah i've never been to <laughs> hawaii ever and they're my number two listener yeah but I'm in Dayton every day, and yeah. I don't, people saying do footwork and stuff, like, I've been at Rock Nation, I've been with Talib, I've been on Sway, I've been at Hot 97, I've sold out SOBs, like, I've done so much, like, I'm a walking billboard in Yeah. Dayton. How do you not see that? How do yeah. you miss that? How do you see all that good stuff and be like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 and then still, the support isn't built up. Yeah, and I think what people miss is the opportunity to, like, soak stuff like that in, like, instead of... uh kind of turning a blind eye or just chalking it up as I'm too busy or, you know, whatever it may be. I mm-hmm. think the way people get ahead is when you see somebody actively doing something, oh, yeah. just reaching out and being like, Hey, can I pick your brain for a minute? Like you want to go get coffee, whatever the case may be. And just kind of like soaking it up that way. I think if Dayton and other cities, cause it's not just Dayton, but I think if people in general open up the door to communication, like I think that's where we're lacking the most. Period. then we would be able to grow a lot faster and also eliminate some of the negativity because I think there's a lot Hell of yeah. negativity out Hell there, yeah. <laughs> especially for young people on the grind. That's like from their city. I think the place you see the riff, the, the, you feel the um, support from last is from your city. Mm-hmm. Like once, once your, your growth or your, um, once you're to a point where it can't be ignored, then I think that's when the support kicks in most of the time. Raise hell in Jesus' name. Uh, I'd rather kick down your door than kick in the grave. Uh, a nine to five, feel like you inside a cage. Uh, it's like that maximum sentence, minimum wage. Uh, I'd be damned if they hold me down. Words from a king's pen, guess I hold the crown. I've been working all night, traveling across the states, doing show after show, more books in the game of spades. Uh, art of direction, I often into perfection. Keep an alternate weapon in case you alter perception. You see the stars aligning, king of musical chairs. I still got Lucifer hiding. Me and Dre hook up, we feel like Zeus and Poseidon. And people keep on asking me if I'm thinking about signing. Be a bad boy like Diddy, even David needed the Rock to defeat Goliath under so much pressure The nation see me throw up a diamond light I, Look, it don't take me out of context yeah. But lately I've been beyond stress look, My homie died, told me to go around look, 
Don't worry, homie, you beyond blessed. Yeah, I'm beyond blessed. Don't worry, homie, you beyond blessed. My homie Don told me, look around. Don't worry, homie, you beyond blessed. Yeah, I'm beyond blessed. got millions and millions of views. Josiah's been down with me since his first single, Wordplay. And even with all his millions of views, the people here still have things to say. Yeah. Like, it's like, he just dropped a song with 6 9 Oh, well, that wasn't a real 6 9 verse. That was a plug-in. <laughs> like, oh, I, he dropped this with Cole Ben. Yeah, but he probably, like, golly, give the man yeah. his credit. Support yeah. him. He's doing things on yeah. a way bigger platform mm-hmm. than all of us are. Yeah. Like, support him. I don't understand why there's always... This tiny little hole people try to find to yeah. maneuver in why this person doesn't deserve to be glorified. Yeah. Makes no sense. I agree. And I think that, um, I think that like people, a lot of people said when Nipsey passed to give people their flowers while they're here. Hell yeah. Um, I think people get real wrapped up in that in the moment of grief, but they don't carry it past that. Like, um, I think that we were all affected by Nipsey's passing and passing of, I mean, anybody that you ever looked up to. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have that moment of grief. And for me, I mean, I'm still actively, I can only speak for myself. I am actively doing things to push the envelope forward in my own life when it comes to supporting my people and just, you know, getting out there and not being inside as much. But I think that a lot of people, they speak it when tragedy happens and then it kind of fades away. Um, so I guess my challenge to listeners and people in general out there, anybody who might be a new listener, the regular listeners is to keep that same energy beyond, you know, a stage of grief. Like, remember that we are out here grinding. Like Mm -hmm. these are your people and the closer your people are to success, the closer you are to success. So Mm -hmm. I would say stop turning a blind eye. And I mean, if somebody like E-Man is saying, Hey, I don't have that many listeners in Dayton. If you don't listen to him, go check him out. If you like him, keep listening. If you do listen to him, then that just shows you that, you know, maybe you as a fan or as a listener should share his music with somebody who may not know his music. But that's how we support each other and put each other on. So anybody who took that negatively, I mean, it is what it is. (laughs) It is what it is. So let's talk about Beyond Blessed because I really like that song. And it gives me, and don't hate me if I'm saying the wrong thing, but it gives me good music vibes. Like you put me in a Kanye, like early Kanye phase, especially the way you had your singing moments on the track. (laughs) It came off as like a soulful singing. Like Mm -hmm. you, I feel like you were spitting, but then when you would sing, it was like you was kind of letting your soul kind of air out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so what was the process behind that? Just honestly, the track in general. Uh, With the track Beyond Blessed, honestly, I was in the room right around the corner with Dre. We're in Encore Studios yeah. for y'all who don't know. So the crazy thing is I was with Dre and we were working on a totally different song. And so I already had the lyrics for that song. And so he was just trying to build a beat around my lyrics. So he made the Beyond Blessed beat. <laughs> but it was, he made the Beyond Blessed beat. And he was like, nah, it just doesn't fit the vibe. And I said, I agree. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, bro, <laughs> you made a whole gospel beat? Like, what the heck? And so we then started working on the beat. that we, He created the beat for the lyrics I had. And I left. And then probably like two days later i'm like hey drake can you finish that gospel beat I yeah think that's so you ain't tight. like it so i you, came back yeah. here and he finished it up and i'm like yeah it's pretty tight yeah and, and you know i created something from there 
But yeah, man, it was a. Uh, I definitely got the same the vibe. I'm like, man, it gives you an old old Kanye vibe. I think it deal. was perfect for yeah. the. Um, I think it was perfect for the message. Like, I didn't think it. It didn't sound gospely to me. Like it sounded. I don't know. I guess I separate gospel now. Like, I really don't listen to gospel. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, the traditional, what you would call gospel. I have a few songs that I listen to. But I think that the new music, the age we're going in, it's upbeat, like, jubilant, like, type of vibe is not... That's kind of what we need right now. I agree. (laughs) That's kind of what we need. I feel like we've been in a... I feel like we've been in a slump, like mm-hmm. in general. I think society, we've been in a slump, but I think for black people in general, we we some fighters, like we some Period. soldiers. So we grind, Period. we hustle, we having our, you know, we have our bad days, we have our good days, but to be in a society that we are currently in, I think that it's been a slump for us because as much as we progress, as much as we push forward, we still got stuff happening every day that people don't necessarily understand. Exactly. I think one thing that I really think about a lot when it comes to black men is trauma like as far as I wonder what trauma they have experienced or how you guys process um situations and circumstances Mm -hmm. uh I think the black community in general we have our own group of trauma and then I think black men have even more trauma Mm -hmm. what do you think (laughs) no I definitely agree I definitely agree yeah I mean like if you look at What's that documentary just put out on Netflix? When they you see know, us. When they see us. Mm, yeah. Like that started from what? They were in like six, seventh grade. Yeah, they was teen. None of them were 16 except for uh, Corey, who had just turned 16, yeah. who wasn't even supposed to be exactly. in the group. He wasn't even supposed to be there. He was just supporting his friend, which is crazy. Which is, that's a, like huge respect. Huge oh, yeah, respect. Sure. So I feel like that's something one of my brothers would do. Or like anybody I know. I always surround myself around good mm-hmm. people. So I think that anything that affects our community and when I see it on the news or when you know how they say like protect your black men, love your black men. That's real. Like because we really the women threat. Yeah, and the women we really feel that. Black men are definitely a threat. (laughs) And it's and you can tell that at a very young age. Yeah. Just by the way I mean, you know, society you can be in certain situations the way people talk to you. Yeah. Growing up trying to find a job and you can't get one because yeah. maybe, you know, you have locks or mm. your parents like it's just a lot that goes on with that. Yeah. And a lot of black men go into a depression because of that. Mm-hmm. Like even in the even in the media, how we aren't built up or when we grow up uh in the childhood and fathers aren't there. Families are broken. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a lot to endure. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot. It's a, it's it a is. And I don't lot. think we understand it. And we really don't unpack it until we're older. Because a lot of things happen to us. And we absorb them. And we don't really get the full. We don't really even understand that they're there until we're old enough to do that reflection. Like, process. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's something that moving through society, we hold so many people to so many standards. And we're very unforgiving. Um, and one thing I've practiced and I try to work on more is being more forgiving. Like, although, you know, somebody might have rubbed me the wrong way or said something crazy or did something crazy, just chalking it up to like not necessarily still interacting with that person, but chalking it up to they're going through their own journey. They have things they're unpacking because a lot of people don't even understand they have to unpack and you can't really you can't really coach anybody on that. They just have to kind of get there when they get there. And it all starts in the home, too. Like, with my son, 
knowing that the odds are against them, I'm a definitely, well, currently I am, you know, just instilling a strong mind in them. Because mm-hmm. that's what my mom did to me, you know. She just instilled strength in me. Yeah. So it's like nobody can tell me no or nobody very can important. tell me that I can't succeed or I can't do this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the odds may be against me, but what am I going to do about it? Yeah. What am I going to do with knowing that situation, knowing I'm not supposed to succeed in society? Mm-hmm or get past a certain level what am I gonna do yeah and that's very important I think I know a lot of men whose parents didn't do that necessarily like a lot of times with our community the parents were working hard like Mm -hmm. working all day every day like some people had both parents some people didn't but whatever parents you had whatever guardians you had they were working hard to support the household that they had so a lot of times they didn't have that extra time to put into the kids that they had in the house and a lot of times the kids grew up with each other (laughs) me and my siblings was our school like we was teaching each other life and it was crazy but um I think we definitely made it out on the other side Mm -hmm. uh but going back to beyond blessed I think so the reason why we got even on this whole topic is because with beyond blessed that sound that upbeat that jubilant sound is something that we definitely need in society right now and I think that um what I try to do on my platform with AOD is I try to highlight um very intuitive artists and artists who are in touch with more than just the typical rap like I like I like thought-provoking rappers and people who have conscious uh consciousness within their music and I feel like you do a great job of that oh thank you (laughs) yeah you do thank you so talk to me about uh what you have coming up because I mentioned to you when you got here like it looks like you're like refreshing your music pages like I don't see I don't see much on there. I'm like, what he doing? Even though the, the music you put out is really great. I know people going there would love to listen to more after hearing a track like Beyond Blessed. See, my thing is I get so caught up in building personal relationships. Mm-hmm. I forget about the music aspect, if that makes <laughs> sense. And then yeah. people tell me like, bro, you, to keep people's attention, you have to put music out. Yes. But I'm so caught up in making sure, you know, my relationship with this person is cool or I'm going here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just building different relationships to cement my position. Yeah. And that part is important, too. So now I'm basically, you know, starting to put music out. Like, Beyond Blessed is probably, I will say, my first serious release. Yeah. And it's Ozzy. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to yeah, put out Beyond Blessed and I'm just going to continue. I got more music coming. Are you dropping new music before your tour? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. So I'll probably drop a new song probably in a couple of weeks. Okay, cool. And then tell us Consistent. about the <laughs> Tell us about the tour. When uh what is that looking like for you as far as just the, the rollout of the dates and the locations? You don't have to go through each one, but like no, what is that? You. Uh the tour with Sky and Pete starts in October. And I know so far they haven't gave me the exact dates, but I know we're hitting like California and Florida and Chicago and Tennessee and Atlanta and Carolinas and Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why did you guys choose to start the tour in October? Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> it was supposed to be, I'm not going to lie. It was supposed to be March mm-hmm. and then it was June then it was July and then it was September and now it's October. It's because piece of perfectionist mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to fin- him and sky are finishing up the album what well, is finished but to pete it wasn't finished yet but they just finished it mm-hmm. like super it's good so how did you get in front of people like you i know you mentioned rock nation you mentioned um who else have you worked with you're, you're you worked with uh 
Twalib Kwali. Yeah. <laughs> I always have trouble saying his name. Yeah. How did you how how do you start that process of getting in front of these people and um shaking hands with people in the industry? A lot of people don't even know how to get that far. I mean, honestly, like people, when I first started, people always told me you have to buy your way in. Mm -hmm. You have to buy this. You have to do this. You have to do that. And I never did because I never had a lot of money. Yeah. So I've never paid for <laughs> anything. That's basically. real. I just, my whole approach was since I don't have what y'all talking about, if my genuineness doesn't work, mm -hmm. then I don't know. So I've just been genuine and talking yeah. to people, and it's a domino effect. This person might know this person. This might, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it was just like everything I've done has always been genuine. Like the whole Talib situation, his manager, uh, she was scrolling on Instagram and played my video, and he happened to be next to her. And he's like, who is that? <laughs> she's like, oh, this dude, E-Man, whoop-de-whoop. And he's like, all right, bring him on tour. You know what nice. I'm saying? Like just things like. I don't know. Just the universe connects when you throw out positive energy. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely believe in that, too. I'm a very spiritual person. I try to balance it out because I don't want to be super stagnant. I don't want to be like, oh, the universe is just going to put everything together for me. You do have to put the work in. But I think that positive energy is very important. I feel like I've gotten a lot of negative energy on my journey to where, you know, it it always come full circle. Like wherever that negative energy came from, that negative energy stay over there. And then I continue to progress and then when I look back, I'm like, well, you obviously still ain't changing that energy up. Yeah. You got to be positive. You got to support people. Or even if you don't support, don't knock nobody. Like, because you don't know what people do to to hustle day to day. Uh, you don't know what people do to stay motivated. And it's not necessarily easy in the world that we live in. So I don't think that people should be walking around correlating their success with other people's success. Not for sure. And I think that that's what we run into a lot. I also think that as Ohio <laughs> goes, we're one of the toughest places to make it out. And I'm saying that for Cincy, Columbus, Dayton, Cleveland, because I've seen it throughout each city where it's just a, it's a real tough competition out here. Like making it out of, out of Ohio is literally like the upper echelon of the music industry, of the media industry, fashion industry. Like if you make it out of Ohio, that's that moment. That's that point where people start to give you your flowers back home yeah, I know. That's, silly, man. <laughs> that's super silly too man and i think we have so much talent in ohio um i throw a lot of shows i did throw a lot of shows i took a little break but i'm about to come back hard hey. um, <laughs> you heard I, that promoter scoot over it's a new sheriff in town shut but down no, but no i threw a lot of shows and i know that with shows is very um important to to s highlight these artists like i mean we got some dope individuals in ohio e-man being one of them hey. and we just gotta make sure that we continue to put that power behind each other we want to bring the industry to ohio and mm -hmm. we can't do that if within ohio we we don't support each other hey. what's it like being an artist with a family with children uh, touring motivated it motivates <laughs> me more because I'm looking at these two little ones like, okay, mm -hmm. I definitely got to make something happen quick, fast, and hurry. Yeah. You know? Because it's just all about wanting to be able to give them something and be like, I accomplished this and I can give this to you to make you, uh, give you a couple steps ahead, you know? Yeah. Because it's all about just trying to fulfill your desires. Because mm -hmm. I'd be damned when they <laughs> grow up and I say, all I got to give to you is music videos. Do your like kids listen story. to your music? Yeah. Oh yeah. They be turning up. Oh yeah. <laughs> Especially Ozzy. Heck yeah. That's he cool. All time. Those are words. Everything. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but from this interview, I could say that E-Man was definitely not hating on Dayton when he made that post. Exactly. <laughs> so, we're going to go ahead and we're going we gonna to scrap that. We're going to stop with all the chitter-chatter around it. He said what he said. It was honest. And honestly, I could tell y'all, like, we do got some 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 things we need to straighten out with our support for each other in our cities and in our state. So, tell people where they can find you at. Uh, Instagram, Evan Jones underscore HL. Facebook, Evan Jones. You use Twitter? Yes. I hate Twitter. <laughs> uh, Twitter's at Evan Jones 2010. I definitely don't post there, but you can go there too. Yeah, yeah I barely I'll be use on Twitter, but I do E-Man use Jones it. HL. Yeah, for sure. Evan Jones, just search me. Y'all find me. <laughs> also, uh, for anybody listening, you can follow me at AOD Media Group on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, and we also have the website, thearmyofdreamers.com. Peace. Hey. Hey.